Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Earrings Off. We want to invite you to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. You can find us on Facebook at Earrings Off Podcast and on Instagram at The Earrings Off Podcast. Welcome to Earrings Off. I'm Lou. And I'm Teresa. Let's get started. Teresa, it's been a year. <laughs> Can you believe it? It's a year, girl. <laughs> I, know, I, know, I tell you. And just like you said, this, this anniversary just sort of, I mean, we knew when it was coming, but it just came lightning fast, didn't it? Lightning fast. Okay. Lightning fast. But you know what? It's been it's been a really good journey. I it, it's been saying that to white. It's so much going on right now, Lou. It's been quite a wonderful distraction in my life, for sure. Well, you know, Teresa, you keep saying it's been such a good journey, but Teresa, it's been hard. It's so much work. Of course. It's, it's hard. It's hard, and it's it's a lot of work. It's a I, lot I mean, it's, it's quite a commitment to meet um, a couple of times a week. Yeah. Um, and to it's produce. a commitment to record every week, yeah. to write every week. It's it's quite a commitment. It's a lot of work. But like I said, it served as a wonderful, for me, distraction with all that else is going on in my life. Yeah. Yeah. And I get that. But it's just, um, I've been pleased. But when you think back to when we started, and you, of course, listen to a lot of podcasts. Quite frankly, I didn't even know what they were. You know, I'm a reader. I don't, I didn't really listen to them at that time, but I know you and I talked about coming up with some vehicle for our, you know, discussions and things we've been talking about. But just thinking back to our first few meetings and even trying to come up with the name, do you remember how many names we went through trying to figure out what would work for us? Yeah, I do. Yeah, that was, uh, we did our little focus group and they gave us a thumbs up or thumbs down. And uh, yeah. we, we thought that earrings off best captured what we were trying to say or what we were trying to be about. But it's really been, been something. And what about our first big conference that we were so excited about? I know, I know. I was so hoping to and come we- away from that so energized it was quite disappointing when we couldn't attend we couldn't attend and we had our little outfits made up to to represent earrings off we just knew we were going to be the bells of the ball (laughs) that was just uh that was so disappointing but along the way we've had some support people have said kind things They've agreed to partner with us and come on. Um, and so that, that's been good. That, that, that piece has been special uh, when you get people responding and saying, you know, that spoke to me or I enjoyed that podcast. So, uh, so we, we just keep going at it. You know, that's yeah. what we do. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, absolutely. you know, today we thought for our anniversary, we return back to some of our prior podcast and you know we won't even say they're our favorites because all of them are they are we put a lot of thought and hard work 
into all of them. But we will say we've had some memorable moments, some that spoke to us. And so that, that's what we're going to revisit today. And we encourage you uh, as our listeners to please do not forget to subscribe to Earrings Off. And if you recently start listen, started listening to us, go back and listen to some of the ones that you haven't heard. There are some nuggets about what's going on in society and every one of them. So, um, or if you've been a long time listener and you haven't listened to all of them, go back and look at them, listen to them, and uh, please share them uh, on social media and uh, encourage others to do the same. So uh, I will also add, we need ratings. We need yes. to hear from you guys. Please, if you're listening to us on iTunes, I mean on podcasts, or if you're listening to us on um, via um, Spotify or Pandora or what? Yeah, we're on, we're on Apple, we're on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, we're on Pandora, we're on iHeartRadio. Um, Amazon's going to be coming out with podcasts soon. We've already submitted our paperwork for acceptance onto that platform. We're everywhere. And of yeah. course, we're, we're on, we have a dedicated website, www.earringsoff.com. Please, uh, like Teresa said, but please go on the other platforms and, and rate us. Go on Earrings Off because you know, I, it's funny when Teresa and I started this, not only did I know, not know what podcasts were, but family members and friends of mine didn't know. And so they say, well, well, Lou, how do you, what, what is that going to do? What are you trying to accomplish? And just as Teresa said, we need rating. We need people, there are analytics tracking our numbers and we need listeners. So please, please support us. Plus it tells us what to, that you, what you want to hear. Right, so let us know what you want to hear. You can also reach us via email at earringsoff at gmail.com. Yeah, that's true. We've had some people to do that, to, to say, well, I want to know more about this. And that's what we are hoping to do. Um, so we, we are excited about the work that we're doing here. So, but anyway, to start... We're going to, as I shared, talk, shared, talked about, we're going to talk about some of our prior episodes. And Teresa, I'm going to start with the one, you look like you know where I'm going, Black Music Month. That was one of my <laughs> favorite, well, I won't say favorite, but that was a memorable one because you and, I, you and I got to share, we got to share some of our favorite music and then a little bit of, uh, why those songs were special to us. And so, you know where I'm going. I'm going to return back to my Miss Brick House contest and let the listeners hear a little bit about that. Okay. All right. So, there you go, Teresa. The Commodore's <laughs> Brick House. Now, you know, <laughs> when you heard Brick House come on, come on, everybody knew 
to get up. That song gave lyrics to just how bad we thought we were as young women. I remember dancing in the club and we all felt invisible, invincible. We thought we made all the rules, but I have, I really have one sweet memory of that song. Okay. Okay. When I was in college, I was in a club and they had a Miss Brick House contest. My girlfriend, Sharon, who was very popular, she was beautiful and quite stylish. She was actually the first one to always put herself out front. No matter whatever was going on, no matter who else was in the crowd, if she was there, it was going to be about her. But this night, I can't remember if she had a date and that was the reason, but instead of her entering this brick house, she kept telling the DJ when he was looking for volunteers, you know, to call me, call her, she'll do it, she'll do it. And so he did call me. And so I entered the Miss Brick House contest. So I got through the first round. And mind you, the whole thing was just you dancing on stage when they called your name. And no, 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 you did that. <laughs> and so the, the winner was just, just, just going to be decided by crowd applause, right? And so when this was going on, when they would call me and it was my time to get up, all throughout this, Sharon was really acting like my hype man. I mean, she was out of control. Every time it was my turn, she was just yelling constantly. And <laughs> in between sets, she and I would go to the restroom because we had to work on part of my winning strategy. At that time, my sister, Ann, who owned her own business, and she, she was an accomplished tailor. She could make anything. She could see an outfit on somebody, not even have a pattern, pattern and make it. She, she was always like that, very gifted. So I had worn this dress to the club that Ann made me. And I will never forget that dress. It was navy blue, custom made to my figure. Now don't think about the Lou now. Think about younger, thinner Lou. Okay, so this dress that Ann made me, uh -huh. made by my sister, the tailor, yeah, it could be tied in five different ways. You could make it look completely different, just yeah. changing something. And so in between sets, Sharon and I would hurry to the restroom and change it up. <laughs> so hopefully I would go back on the stage. I completely different look. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, I don't know whether it was because I was dancing, couldn't have been that, but I won and I think it was because they were so impressed with this dress. Now, but as I reflect on it later, it could have been the fact that I could change this dress around so much. Or the fact that I had a little bit of a Janet Jackson moment. I'm not going to, you know, we were rushing to tie the dress. Maybe didn't secure it as well as we should have. I'm not going to say. I conveniently forget. But I did win. There's no video? <laughs> no, that was years ago. But I'm not going to 
say that that was it. I'll just say I won Miss Brickhouse fair and square. So it's funny that you chose that one to listen to because I like that episode. I put mine in any particular order, but that one happened to be my number two, but I'm going to start with it okay. since you started with it. Okay. So what I like most about that Black Music Month episode was not music per se. Okay. Yeah, I love the music. I love the memories. Okay. But I love the title, though. You came up with that title, Our Music, <laughs> Our Month, Our Jams. Yeah. I loved the title. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. But in addition to that, it it was it allowed me to you know you might be driving along down the road and you hear a song and it brings back a memory yeah. well it allowed me to do that right yeah. and so purposefully you know to go and seek music that meant something to me during a period of time in my life in the past so when i said in that episode that janet jackson's <laughs> control changed my life yeah. That 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 was the truth. <laughs> it changed my life. Yeah. So listen in, folks. I took control. Alrighty <laughs> And so as I say, it wasn't the it wasn't just the one song, it was a whole album. Because not only did I realize that I could take control of my life, Alrighty. I could also be a little nasty if I wanted to. And even, even with all of that, I became a little selfish. And before I talked to anybody would say, well, what have you done for me lately? <laughs> break it down, break it down. <laughs> I mean it. Yeah. She changed my life. Well, I tell you what, um, Teresa, what else about that episode? When you shared about your first boyfriend and how he, you know, sang the song or something, and then you found out he was singing the song to other people, that was hilarious. <laughs> it's true. It is that true. Hilarious. That's why Janet was so important. Yes. Janet helped she... put you back together. Yeah. She put me back together. Thank you. She made Thank me better. You. Thank you. <laughs> well, I tell you, another one that was memorable for me. And now, folks, listen, get these titles. Teresa, what was the music title? Our, our Music, Our Month, Our Jams. Go and listen to that one, folks. Okay, the next one <laughs> that was memorable for me, it was sort of hokey. And we were trying to figure out something to do because, as Teresa said, we keep to our schedule. We mean it. Every Sunday by 4 p.m., there's going to be a new podcast and a new blog up. So that's our schedule. When you follow us every Sunday, 4 p.m., there's something out there for you. But so we were trying to come up with one that we could do for this particular week, and we came up with joy the joy of laughter oh my god Stop. 
Stop it. That, okay. <laughs> that was hilarious. And I am going to share just a clip from Teresa and I, you know, our stints as comedians. Here you go. The father buys a lie detector that makes a loud beep whenever somebody tells a lie. The son comes home in the afternoon. The father asks him, so, you were at school today, right? Son, yeah. The lie detector, beep. The son, okay, okay, I was at the movies. The detector, detector beep. Son, all right, I went for a beer with my friends. Father, what? At your age? I wouldn't touch alcohol. Beep. <laughs> Mother laughs. Ha! He really is your son. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> <laughs> That was funny. <laughs> that is too Okay, so you can hear why that's one of our favorites. And we are not going to be quitting any jobs anytime soon because we, we can't tell a joke. But we yeah, the purpose was to, to, to laugh, but we hope to lighten things. We're in the pandemic. So much is going on. And we wanted to lighten things for, for you. But I tell you what, we ended up lightening, lightening up things, making things lighter for us. Because we, we were cracking ourselves. <laughs> so, Lou, this is funny, and I know people aren't going to believe us, but we did not rehearse this episode. No, one. <laughs> we came up with the idea to do this, and we were to select our favorites and come together. Yeah. Lou, that was my number one. <laughs> <laughs> the joy of laughter. And here is why. Okay. That podcast was so much fun to prepare for. Yeah. Because not only did I have to sit back, sit back and remember jokes that I would share with my dad. My dad and I would share jokes with, with, with each other, as you will hear about in the in the episode if you were to listen to it. I shared, I practiced on my family. <laughs> you did and honestly. Honestly, I was so afraid based on their responses, how it was going to turn out because they thought I was so corny. They thought I was so corny and they're haters. They're hate. Families can be haters. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I hate so, to bring it to you, but they're haters. It was, it was simply fun. It was so much fun. But my joke, this is, this is my favorite joke and I'll tell you why. Okay. It was the cornest one of all. It was the shortest one of all. And it's about spuds. And that's all I'm going to say. Listen <laughs> in. Okay. Four loose spuds were out partying. Okay. Having a grand old time. Now, how do you tell which of the spuds was the loosest? I don't know how. He's the one that's partying it up saying, Idaho, Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> the reason it was my funniest because of all of the jokes that we told that day, that was the one where we had the most gut wrenching laugh for. 
because <laughs> she laughed so hard. You you did, Lou. You laughed so hard, and that I remember that from that episode, and it was just hilarious. That was uh, that was. It turns out. You know, and isn't that the way life is when you think you're doing something for somebody else, then you end up, you know, getting blessed yourself. And that, we were yeah. doing that, trying to add a bit of levity to give you a laugh. And we cracked ourselves up. <laughs> we did. We really did. We and that, did. That we really out, did. That's just what we needed. So. Yeah, it did. It was. Well, I tell you, my next one, a memorable episode was... The strength of Taniqua. Folks, be sure and listen to that one. Strength, the strength of Taniqua. Taniqua shared about living with kidney disease. And I'm gonna let you just hear a bit of her talking about her daily regimen, her weekly regimen related to being on dialysis. So, um, Taniqua, talk to us about the actual dialysis treatment. Can you help listeners understand what does that look like and the impact on your day-to-day activities? Okay. Um, well, I go to dialysis every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and I'm there from, it's, it's my treatment is three and a half hours, but I'm really almost there for maybe four hours once you add in the time for getting on the machine and getting off the machine. Um, I started dialysis at MCV. And um, when I first started dialysis, I had a stent placed in my chest. And they would um, do my dialysis through my stent. And at that time, you know, you're not able to get that stent wet. So, you know, no showering. And you have to be very cautious with it to snag on stuff. And um, it's a stent that goes directly through your heart. So um, maybe about six months in, I got a fistula Mm -hmm. in my left arm. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty much they joined and made me a super vein. Okay. So what, why that one was special was because she was very, um, she, she didn't hold back in terms of letting people know, educating people about what that looks like in terms of renal failure. But you also, when she shared very specific information about renal failure, she educated us about the options. And she also, what came through was her strength. And that's why the strength of Taniqua. This was not any pity party. Taniqua is living not just surviving. She's living more than some people I know who don't even have health problems. She is embracing life and she's doing well. And I can tell you our numbers support how people were impacted by her story because we've heard from people who say, you know, that story touched me. So um, please, if you haven't listened to it, Please, the strength of Taniqua talking about renal failure. Okay, so I didn't choose that one. Okay. But I really enjoyed that conversation with Taniqua. Yeah. My next one was, thank thank you, Miss May. Oh, wow. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. So Miss May is a church member. And, you know, I know her through church. I When I was a health and wellness um, 
there. She would sit in on our presentations and we'd chat about it afterwards. Um, I would bump into her into the groceries at the grocery store and we'd chat over produce. But it wasn't until that day that we sat down with her that I truly got to know who she was yeah, and yeah, what yeah, she was, represented yeah. and yeah. the history, the rich history that she has yeah. to share. Yeah. And her sharing her story meant so much to me. Mm. And she she's she's black history, you know? Yeah. And she was a country farm girl from Louisiana and she ended up studying at two universities, University yeah. of Mexico yeah. and Columbia University and became the first black hospital administrator at Columbia. Yeah. So her story was really good. I know that it, it, it was long, but it was all so rich history. She marched alongside Martin Luther King. She met Fannie Lou Hamer. She met so many people. And um, here's a clip from, from, her, from her story. My mother, her parents sent her to work in a private white school, mm -hmm. which had all white girls. And they loved my mother so because she was only nine years old. She did cleaning and whatever. But my mother learned they would teach her every night oh, all nice. the aspects of school, what they were getting in school. Mm. And uh, she learned, she even remembered the... Uh, Webster Dictionary, I call it. Oh, really? Because she said she had to learn all the words and whatever. The reason it was such a good story for me is because she started with so little. Um, she had parents who had to learn how to read by listening in on the people they were serving. Right. And working for, right? But then her mom learned enough to know that she wanted more for her children. I agree. That was that was an amazing experience, the right to sit with her and hear from her. And um, it, it just makes me think about, you know, she, she's a giant. And people, you're absolutely right. We need to take the time to hear other stories. But I think not just elders, but each other's story, because there's something that we all can teach and share. And, you know, Teresa, we talk about that here at Earrings Off not just taking for granted that, you know, just because we aren't featured in the newspaper or on the news that we don't have something to share. And so yeah, that is true, Lou. May was willing to do that, which brings me to my next memorable one. And that for me was, it happened to Linda. Sorry. Uh, number one rated podcast. And it's yes. titled, It Happened to Linda. And I, why it's so special to me is that, Teresa, this is the one we went after. We did our launch and then we were contacted to say, I like your mission. I believe in what you're trying to do. I've got something I want to talk about. And Linda had never shared the story publicly. And you and I, we were trying to take such care to make sure we protected her and didn't make this any worse than it had to be for her uh, to relive this experience. But she was selfless in going to, and she determined, I need other, other people, particularly women, to hear my story. And I, I think it was important. Um, my husband listened to it. Some men listened to it for them to hear 
what women experience as the, at the hands of rape. So right. that, uh, her sharing, Linda sharing, that was so brave. And that was memorable because she trusted us uh, to share it. So uh, here's a clip from our interview. And the story is it happened to Linda. If your life is being threatened, what can you do? Right, right. And you've been smothered. You can't right. hardly breathe. Right. And you know, he's, you, stronger, than and you. he's yeah. stronger than I am. Oh, he's yeah. stronger than I am. He took advantage of me. And what I'd also like to share is this person had visited my home maybe two weeks prior. And he gave me the same reason. He needed to call someone to get a ride home from work. So after the incident, you know, things start mm-hmm. playing in your mind. Yeah. He was check he was yeah. casing my place out. Right, right. And because yeah. he was someone you indirectly laid, related, right. I felt like it was okay. Right. You right. know. So but now you, you always have this I always have this distrust of having another male in my home unless someone is there with me. Right. I don't want Comcast at my home right. unless somebody's there with me. I don't want the lawn guy there, right. but he doesn't come in anyway. Right. But I'm just leery of things like yeah. that. Even on my job, I'm right. leery about, you know, someone saying something because it, it just brings it back. But, you know, right. I, I got my wings. So, again, you can just hear her strength and her sharing the graphic details of her rape. And like I said, what made it special was that that was one of our very first ones. And I was proud of um, us trying that we tried to be so well prepared that we, we honored her in trying to share her story. And folks, let me tell you, that, that, that episode that happened to Linda, so many people have talked about what that meant for them to hear it and the numbers show that so right chance it happened to linda okay you're right um that was a that was very touching um my next one is the father's day community table oh wow okay now that was a really fun one to record so much so that we had to edit out some things Ah! but it was okay Yeah, yeah. yeah We did. And, um, but it was good just to hear the perspective on parenting from, from the four dads that participated, right? right? So yeah. I'm going to let you guys just hear a clip. So listen in. I'll put it in two categories, successes and struggles. Okay. And really the thing that stood out to me, when we think about the successes a lot of times, watching them through graduations and promotions or, or theor- uh, theater performances, but you know the thing that really probably leaves an indelible mark on me are when they were going through challenging times, mm-hmm. finding their voice, uh-huh. finding what they really were passionate about, and to really be there and observe them, and to know that this was not the end of the story. Right. You know, because it's so easy for us a lot of times. And I recall one of my mentors several years ago talked about how, as parents, sometimes we would always try to create this persona of how great our kids were and 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 many of them are as we see it but he said that one of the things that he did one night at dinner he was with a group of friends and he says are any of your kids knuckleheads because everybody was talking about them being accepted to various colleges and everything else he says i was behind my fence the other day and i found all these cans of beer i could start a uh, recycling <laughs> <laughs> and he 
his kids went on to do some very, very phenomenal things, but he right. could see them where they were. So for me, it was really about the successes and the struggles. The reason I enjoy the Father's Day community table is because, you know, here at Earrings Off, a part of our mission is to empower women, but we also spend time empowering our community and our families and the nation. And I believe that we can't fulfill our goals and our mission without hearing from the men. So that's why that was an important episode for me because they were able to share their perspective on parenting. And it was just really a wonderful thing to hear. Well, I have to say, amen, sister, to that one. Um, you're right that there's no way we can build community or empower women without recognizing, recognizing the importance of our men. So this episode, while we say we have a focus to empower women, we are seeking about building community. And we don't do that if we leave any segment left behind. So that means that we do nothing. We don't build. We don't improve without meeting the needs of our men. So we encourage you, if you're a man, we want you to listen, you're welcome. Thanks for joining us. And women, please encourage your partners, your husbands, your brothers, your neighbors, tell them to listen in to Earrings Off. If they wanna know about what makes us tick, what we're thinking, our issues, tell them, listen in to Earrings Off. Well, Teresa, my last one, I'm just gonna be selfish about it. My last one is one of my most memorable ones. It's an uncommon speech for an uncommon time. Now, on that episode, and folks, if you haven't listened to it, please do. It's called an uncommon speech for an uncommon time. You're going to have a, you're going to listen to a commencement speech by a renowned speaker. No, not really. It's just, it's just my take. It's my take on a commencement speech. And why, why this one was memorable? Because I tried to, tried, I had to add in the little sounds and things. And that was challenging to get the, you know, the music from commencement and to get the people booing and the clapping. And so that was a new experience and it challenged me a bit. And when I put it together, it was sort of funny. And I, I like it. I, I thought it was funny. And uh, I had my husband do the yell on that one. And that was funny to put him in there. But at the end of the day, that's a true story. And it touched my heart really for me to remember my mom in that episode and and you know that event that happened in my life and uh, she's been dead some time now but for me to have such a pleasant memory and be able to share it with people that that was just very special to me so an uncommon speech for an uncommon time here we go greetings i'm lou ali co-host of the podcast earrings off Hold up. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Sit down. Okay. So again, um, that one just took me back to that afternoon and my experience with Bully Girl and to know that I lived uh, to fight another day. Um, so Teresa, that was our year one recap. What are you looking forward to in year two? 
I'm looking for much of the same, right? But in addition to what I want to continue to put out quality content, I want to put out content that our folks want. So this year, I want to hear from our listeners more. I mean, we hear from them, but I want to hear from more of our listeners about what they'd like to hear and whether or not they like what we're doing. You know, that's, that's, that's what I look forward to. Yeah, I I agree. Um, We are, I'm I'm looking forward to continuing our discussions, having conversations. And also, I'm just going to put it out there. We're going to do something this year, in year two. So I'm putting it out there so you can hold us to it. That's the way we do it at Earrings Off. Once we put it out in the universe, we don't we do what we say we're going to do. So Teresa and I are reluctant. Hold up. You didn't run this past me. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. So I'm going for it. I got 50% interest. I can go for it. So um, I, I, we said oh, we're going to stop. We're going to be, we're going to make ourselves be uncomfortable. Remember, we've talked about that. So at some point this year, we're going to do a, a video recording. We're going to put okay. our okay. out there. Okay. And uh, it's not something either of us have felt comfortable doing. We're going for it. So look for us in year two. In addition to an audio recording, we're going to do at least one, if not more, video recording so that we can have another mechanism for, for um, you know, just for engagement. So we look forward to that and we look forward to the year ahead. So that's it for us today because, you know, here at Earrings Off, When we know better, we do better. Take good care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.